Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 345. Today, I want to give you some important advice on how you can overcome the negative perception of the network marketing and social selling industry. Look, this is without a doubt, this is a real obstacle that many of you face as you begin to share your products and business with family and friends. There's that just negative perception of what we do. There's this stigma around this type of a business. And God knows there's no shortage of people online that some of them try to make a living just off of hating this type of a business. And so, look, it's just, it is what it is. And so what I want to do, I want to give you some really important direction on how you can really defeat it. And so here's essentially what I want to teach you today, that there are two primary tools that you have in your business that can help you, and it's your content and your conversations. See, the way that you approach your content and the way that you approach your conversations, that is the number one way to overcome people's negative perception of our type of a business. See, think of it like this. How many times have you heard the story of someone that shared something like, I hated MLM before I got started, right? Or I never saw myself doing something like this. I hear those stories all the time, even from our clients and our community. And then they're sharing how their idea, their perception completely changed once they got started and they've, you know, they've created incredible success. I feel like that's a very common story. And so the question that we have to ask ourselves is this, what made them change their thoughts? What made them change their opinion? I was coaching one of my clients the other day, and we were working on kind of helping her be better in her sales conversations. And one of the things that she said to me is she said, Bob, I'm just, I'm so afraid to share my business with people because I just know so many people have a negative idea about this type of a thing. And, and so what I really gave her some advice and what I give you is I say, you want to know how that changes? It changes by you showing up different in your business. Think about it. That person that hated this type of a business that wound up doing it, you want to know why they did it? Because they were introduced by the right person at the right time in the right way. And a big mistake that so many of you are making is that you are just selling and pitching way too much in your content and way too quickly in your conversations. It's all product focused. And all it does is it just reinforces what people think about the kind of people that do this type of a thing. And look, I get it. You don't do it because you have bad intentions, but that's how it comes across. I was talking to another one of our community members and she's a leader of a big team. And she said, look, Bob, my girls are really struggling growing their following and growing their teams. It's like they had this wave of success. There was this company momentum and they're building all just on Instagram. And she says, everybody is completely stuck and they're not really knowing what to do. And I said, well, I know your problem because I know your company and I watch very closely what I see the girls in your company doing. And I'm going to tell you the problem is they sell 
way too much in their content. Every single post is just this veiled pitch for why it's their business is so great. Look at the money I'm making. Look at the money you can make. Look at the lifestyle. Look at this. It's just all in your face all the time. And then I don't see their sales conversations, but I can almost guarantee you because I see lots of sales conversations. There's very little value that's being offered in the conversation beyond here's why my thing is so great. And this is the biggest problem that I see so many people having today. You know, when you think of that kind of stuff, it works for other people that are in this industry that are struggling. That's who that content is for. Right For other people in other companies that aren't having success, that are struggling, and they see the lure of the big money and the big success, and they think that, okay, that's where I need to be to be successful. So it attracts those type of people, but I'll tell you who it doesn't attract. It doesn't attract the kind of people that you really want to recruit, the kind of people that have never done anything like this before, that have had these really bad interactions where it's felt very pitchy and selly and selfish and manipulative, that aren't even considering looking at something like this because they see the way that everybody's showing up on social media. I'm talking about career-oriented women. I'm talking about successful people, business owners, influential people in communities, right? Here's what those types of people don't want to do. They don't want to go on Facebook and Instagram and tell everyone they know how much money they make. That's not what they do, right? They've gotten to where they are by building relationships and trust and offering value, and you just telling people how successful you are, there's very little actual value to that. You don't need to do it. And But this is the thing that perpetuates this stigma around what we do. So your content and your conversations are so important. I got a message on Instagram the other day, and I talked about this in a live this week. I got a message from somebody, and before I share this, I love the fact that she was even asking this question because it tells me she's already starting to think differently about what she does. But I got this message and I'm going to read it to you. She said, Bob, could you give me some advice on this recruiting post that I want to make? And so I'm just going to read to you what she was going to say. I avoided starting my own business through blank name of the company, like the plague. Mostly for one major reason. I didn't want to bug people from high school on Facebook and be that hey girl, girl. I'm happy I said yes to the opportunity, but I've got to be honest. It's not easy. I've had to push myself. I've had to sacrifice. I've had to get creative and vulnerable. Not easy, but rewarding. Not for everyone. And then here comes the pitch because it's always the pitch. But if you think it could be for you, I'm happy to chat and help you decide. So she sends me this post and I'm like, okay. And I ask her, has anything like this ever actually worked for you before? She says, no. And I said, well, then why are you doing it? Like, I don't understand why we continue to do things that clearly are not working or serving us. I'll tell you what, this kind of a post does your business so much more harm than it does good. There's no inherent value to this type of a post other than I want to see if you're ready to join my team. And look, I get it. She was trying to come from a good place, but there were two major problems that I pointed out for her. Number one, the second she mentions her company name, and she did that in the very beginning, she automatically makes it feel like it's a sales pitch. So it will trigger people's sales resistance and they will automatically trust her less, even though they don't realize they're doing that. It's not that I want you to hide 
the name of your company and what you do. But what she was trying to do here, she was trying to kind of be vulnerable and share, which I did appreciate, but she took away from the authenticity of it by mentioning the company and making it feel like it was a pitch. And then the call to action at the end is the thing that really missed the mark, right? Like she could have just, instead of she sharing vulnerably, instead of saying like, I'm, if, I'm, if you're ready to join my team, join my team. Like, let's start a conversation. Content is supposed to start conversations. You don't sell in your content. Now, the other thing I pointed out to her was this. How many times she said the word I. I'm happy I said yes. I've had to push myself. I've had to sacrifice. I've had to. See, it's just, it feels like somebody just going online and talking about themselves. And I know that's not what she meant to do, but I said, look, there's a nuance to the way you create content. You should use the word you twice as much as you use the word I. So let's take an I phrase and let's figure out if we can reword it into a you phrase. And the, and the example that I gave was this. She said, I've had to push myself out of my comfort zone. The next thing she said was, I've had to sacrifice. What she could have done was, I'm curious, have you ever had to sacrifice something that was important to you in pursuit of your goals and dreams? You see the difference there? I, 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 I want to hear from you. What about you? See, it makes the content so much more engaging and so much more conversational. And so the call to action should really be that, invite the conversation. I want to know what you think. I want to know your opinion. I want to hear from you. But this, to me, is an example of why we have such a stigma in our profession. When you look on social media today, it is thousands and thousands of people that are pitching and promoting and asking and selling just like this. And listen, this is an approach that there was some value to it five to seven years ago. When I first started, that type of thing actually worked really well, but it doesn't work well today. And I get it. There's always exceptions to the rule. There's always somebody that can point to say, yeah, but this one influencer does it. They put links in their content all the time and she sells a ton and I get it. But for every one of those people, there's a hundred or a thousand other people that are trying it and they're failing miserably. I would even go so far to say that person that's telling me they're being successful what they don't realize is how much more successful they could be if they just started to do things a little different, how much of a bigger impact they could make in people's lives if they just started to show up different. So I want you to think about this. The number one tool you have to change people's perception of what you do is the way that you show up in your content and conversations. See, I want you to imagine that ideal person that you're looking to recruit that professional woman, that stay-at-home mother that gave up a career for kids and she just really wants to get back to doing something so she can have a sense of purpose or meaning or she's a working mom that's feeling burned out and she wants more of a flexible career. Think about her. Think about her seeing a piece of content that you create that is an availed sales pitch forever for what you do, that actually is speaking directly to her, connecting with her, making her feel seen and heard, helping solve her problems, adding value to her life. And she's sitting there watching the video, just waiting for the pitch. Cause that's what, you know, there's a very unique form of sales resistance in our profession. Like people are, they have such a thin skin because we've just been down that road so many times with people that are so transactional and just don't get it. She's waiting for it to come and it doesn't come. And she's actually surprised. And she's like, wow, that was really valuable. I'm really glad I took a couple of minutes to watch that, to read that, to see that. And then you want to know what happens? She shows back up again and you do the same thing. You deliver and you might talk about your products and you might talk about your business. That's fine. But it's not just to pitch it. 
there's some sort of value lesson story tied to it so that you can build trust and get people to get to know you. And then all of a sudden she starts feeling safe and she starts, keeps coming back. And maybe she tells someone else. And now all of a sudden this relationship you're building with her through your content becomes very strong. And that turns into a conversation. And then in that conversation, you also show up very differently. See, she's used to being pitched right out of the gate. She's used to the, hey girl, you'd actually be great for my team. She's used to the one size fits all approach to recruiting, but you don't do that. You take time. You don't talk and tell. You listen and learn. You ask purposeful questions. You connect around problems. You go below the surface of what people know and you bring this value in a conversation. You make her feel seen and heard. And she's just like, man, this is incredible. And now all of a sudden, she's like, maybe I do want to see what this person's doing. Oh, it's one of those things. You know, I never really thought that was for me, but if you're doing it, I see myself in you. Maybe this is something I should look at. I'm not just looking at it as a way to make money and travel. I'm actually looking at this as a vehicle to help solve a pressing problem in my life. That's how you change people's perception of this business. It's not by handling an objection. People think, well, they'll give me the objection. I'll just handle the objection. No, you won't. No, you won't. You're not going to handle the objection. Trust me. I've been in this profession for a long time. I can count on one hand the amount of people that had some sort of a negative opinion of network marketing or MLM that gave me that negative opinion that I had a clever way to handle an objection, that I talked them through feeling differently. Very rarely, if ever, has that happened. You want to know how you change people's perception? You run your business different. Your content and your conversations are the two most powerful tools that you have in your business. How are you going to use them? See, that's the reason why I'm so passionate about Love, Serve, Grow. This is the reason why we're so passionate about teaching people how to be transformational in the way that they approach these two things. And if you can just start doing more of what we're teaching, I believe 2023 is going to be the best year ever in your business. I really believe that more than anything. And so, so yeah, so I just wanted to share my two cents on this topic. I hope you got some value out of the episode today. Hey, I want to just give you a quick reminder. If you have not had a chance yet to register for this free upcoming workshop series that we're doing called Mastering Your Market transformational selling for your industry. We're doing these three industry-specific trainings. If you sell a health and wellness product or a beauty product, we're doing a 90-minute training on each of those product types, teaching you what it looks like to be creating content and having conversations the way I'm teaching. And then we're going to do a third training on kind of a calling them luxury products. So if you sell jewelry, athleisure, wine, sense, services, things like that. We're going to teach you how transformational selling looks for you. So all you have to do is actually, why don't you do this? This will be the easiest thing. Message me on Instagram, DM me the word master. So send me a DM on Instagram. I'm going to actually put my account in the show notes because we have lots of imposter accounts. And just so you know, I will never try to sell you Bitcoin. So let's just... Let's just get that out there. That's if I'm pitching you Bitcoin, it is not me, just so you know. 
but I'm going to put my Instagram account in the show notes so that we make sure we connect in the right place. But I want you to DM me the word master and I'll send you the link. It's completely free training. It's going to be really, really good stuff. So with that being said, I'll see you soon on the next episode. I love and appreciate y'all. Have a great weekend. Take care.